me, you, and the driver, we gotta get this photo together. We gotta get this selfie. Oh, open it. Have you got a bag? A bag for fucking what? We fucking grocery shopping or something. We doubling up on these bags. I was like, wow. Women are incredible. I've been out here every single weekend since I've been doing this. Picking up people who have had amazing nights. Fuck off, mum. I'm sleeping. I'm staying here. Leave me alone. I mean, I've always said this anyway, that this thing has killed me. But I can see I've aged. I look at my beard, mad grey hairs. It is mad. Hi, Andrew. My journey is available for pre-order via my website, andrewmensahjr.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-S-A-H-J-R.com. And for more content, follow me on IG and Twitter at andrewmensahjr. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-S-A-H-J-R. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrew Mensah Jr. Same spelling. Thank you. Story 20. You're lucky. You know what would have happened. Confrontations. These stories venture outside the steps, but I thought it best to include them in step three. Now, as I said at the end of step two, following Islington Gate with a couple, with the woman who threw up in my car, I wouldn't be accepting any inappropriate behaviour or disrespect. I had boundaries before this, but things had gone too far. I was always professional, but I allowed one too many things to slide. Passengers were never physical, but they're overstepping the mark. I did have incidents, but none of them involved passengers. I had taken a break and gone home for a couple of hours. I was restarting. Just after the school run, I was on my way to pick up a ride in West Ealing, London. I know the area well. Coming from Hanwell, there's a right turn onto Northfields Avenue, off the Uxbridge Road. There are two lanes, one of which is a bus lane. The bus lane ends short of the lights, allowing drivers to use the lane to go left or straight, towards Pitsanger or Ealing Broadway. And the right lane, a right turn only, towards Northfields. The left lane is the lane most people want to occupy, to go towards Ealing Broadway. But where the bus lane ends, people in the right lane bear left to go into the lane. Just to add context to the situation, I received some bad news just before leaving. So, I wasn't in the best of moods. I was going straight towards Ealing, and after the bus lane, I bear to the left. With the lights red and the congestion of cars, the tail of my car was preventing the vehicle behind me from advancing forward towards the lights. It wasn't stopping him from continuing his journey. The lights hadn't changed, but he began using his horn and mouthing off, aggressively even after when I eventually gave him way. As this happened, I lost my call. There was nothing I could have done to prevent this. I tried to give him way. As the traffic moved and I went side by side with him, I said, what's wrong with you? There's nothing I could have done. I tried to give you way. He was with his girlfriend and began mouthing off. I couldn't believe it. I thought him being with his girlfriend meant he's giving it large, the extra 10%, puffing his chest out. I told him you need to change your tone. He then responded repeatedly, do you want me to embarrass you? Do you want me to embarrass you? I thought this was light work and a great opportunity to let off some steam. So I did my seatbelt to get out of my car. His girlfriend said, please no, which I listened to. I refrained. Why is he so confident, I thought. It's not about size, but he had absolutely no reason to be. Then I looked up and saw cameras above me, each side of the road. But I began to use rationale and think about my whys. Barcelona, my projects, paying my bills, and of course, the possibility of unemployment. If there were repercussions, losing my license would have been one of them, and I couldn't afford that, so I let it go. I told him to listen to his girl and go. In fact, I told him more than that. But do you know what my learning experience was? That I need to get back in the gym and kickboxing. Because the next time that happens, I won't be so forgiven. He was too confident for my liking. There were other times, other incidents. A couple, actually. Conveniently after, I returned to the gym. (laughs) I recall a guy mouthing off in central London. I was in the wrong in this instance, though. 
I apologised, but he continued and didn't stop. So I told him calmly, if you feel that I grieve, why don't you come out and tell me about it? Complete silence and a blank stare. Amazing what a few weeks of kickboxing will do for you. But the story I like to tell is, well, where do I begin? Andrew, how do I provide context? Um, when driving in London, you have to be confident and assertive. We all understand the traffic guidelines. For drivers, red means stop, amber means lights are changing or get ready, and green means go. And for pedestrians, it's the same thing. From time to time, people just walk across the road, which makes it difficult for drivers. Occasionally, as pedestrians, we don't see that car coming when crossing the road. I have a couple simple rules. I drive according to the colour of the lights. If you don't, you can mess up the ecosystem. Do I allow for error and leniency? Of course, I give way. I allow people to cross the road. And as a driver, I expect error and judgement. It comes with experience. People misread the lights or misjudge their timing. It's a simple error. But in the city, if the lights are green and you see me and I see you see me, if we make eye contact and you continue with your decision to cross the road, I'll continue driving at the same speed. Which leads to my next story. I was in a shortage area, in a 30 mile per hour zone about to drop a rider off. I was approaching the lights. The pedestrian in question saw me and the fleet of cars moving and began to cross the road. I was driving at 30-ish miles per hour. He didn't have enough time to cross the road, but he continued in his casual manner. It was arrogant. So I continued and he had to increase the pace of his walk to cross the road. The lights were changing as I passed him. I continued and then pulled over to drop off my passenger. A little tired, after a 30 minute journey I fancied a moment to myself, before rush hour and business picked up. Someone knocked on my window. I wound down the window and said, how you doing mate, you alright? With his East London twang he responded, bro you should watch where you're going, this could have been different. Implying there would have been consequences had I hit him. Without being direct, it was threatening. I only then recognised it was a guy crossing the road. So for this one, I thought, let me take my flat cap off. I said, different as in what? What would have happened? He responded, you're lucky. You know what would have happened. I said, sorry, I don't know. What would have happened? He responded, you know, you know. You know what would have happened. With a sarcastic but serious tone, I said, sorry, I don't. Explain to me. What would have happened? We were just going round and round in circles at this point. I knew he wasn't going to say what he would have done. Look, mate, we're going round in circles. I said, I'm going to make a concession. I saw you. And maybe I could have slowed down. But you shouldn't have been in the road. The lights were changing. Bired right away, as did a number of cars driving in your direction. You saw us and chose to walk at the pace you did. You have to take ownership for your actions also. We finished the conversation with him saying, I'm a big man. I'm not looking for trouble. But I think you need to be mindful. Whatever, man. My last story involves me getting out of the car and going face to face with someone. In Leafy Maidavell. Well, I don't even know what's picked up on it, but as well as seeing foxes in the road who have been hit by cars, the amount of squirrels I've seen have been on the rise also. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's an increase in population, or maybe they've been pushed into the city. Who knows? But I was driving and I saw one run into the road and stop, like a deer caught in the headlights. It began shuffling left and right, not knowing which direction to go in. So, I slowed down so it can cross the road. There was a moped behind me, a food delivery driver, who also saw the squirrel and me slow down. In his annoyance, he began using his horn. He overtook me and began flailing his hands and turned around and began mouthing off. There wasn't much distance between us so he could hear my response and annoyance, explaining why he was a fool. He saw why I slowed down but chose to be aggressive. I didn't get it. He then waved and told me to pull over. I couldn't believe it. I pulled over and got out. All five, ten and a half of me, 200 pounds. I walked over and immediately put it on him. Okay, what is it? You saw me slow down because you and I both saw the squirrel in the road, correct? Yes, he responded. So what's the problem, I said. 
He began taking his helmet off and getting off his bike. I said, take your helmet and come off the bike and see what happens. I do kickboxing and MMA. I was lying. I don't do MMA. People were now watching. He said, oh, please, I just want to do my job. I responded, shut up, you fool, making me out to be the aggressor. The irony, making me out to be the angry black man. Knowing I was beginning to intimidate him, I walked away. I didn't enjoy intimidating him, but it had come at a time where I allowed far too many indiscretions. I couldn't allow him to be disrespectful.